ready? Sure. Okay, good. I think I can hear both of us, so that's good. All right, so we're going to start. Don't freeze. (laughs) So hi, welcome weirdos back to another episode of the Project Weird Podcast. And it's the holiday season. It's a season of family and celebrations. And in order to celebrate this episode... I have asked my daughter, Elle, to be part of it. Elle, you want to say hi to everybody? Hi. She's super psyched and not at all shy about this, Um, but she was excited to do it. And we thought that we would discuss some of our top Christmas movies, some of our traditions that we do in the holidays and kind of just reminisce about those things. And then really give you the most important part of Christmas, the stocking. And we'll tell you why later on in the show. So Elle, where do you want to start? Should we start with the fact that we decided to wear matching sweaters on this episode? Because we are adorable. I personally love our sweaters. Uh, they're not super Christmassy, but... I don't own anything that's Christmassy. We don't really own anything that's Christmassy. No, we don't. We're not... We're not we have some hats. We have some hats, but that's really it. And we, and we only wear them like when we're doing the tree. We don't really wear hats. Um, Elle and I celebrate Christmas. So we have our some favorite Christmas movies that we love to watch every year. It's one of my favorite things to do around the holidays. I do have a top five that I love. And then some honorable mentions because they just have to be on the list. They couldn't make the top five. And we'll tell you the reasons why, but I have my list. Did you bring your list with you, Elle, to talk about? Yeah. Awesome. So, okay. Starting from the top down, number five. I love that movie. I know. You're... I, I'm not a huge fan. She's not a huge fan. It, it is a little dated, I have to admit, but it is one of my favorites. On Christmas Eve, I watch it usually by myself. I watch it and I love it. And it's not just because as a child, I may or may not have looked like Ralphie with short blonde hair and dark rimmed glasses, which I'm reminded by my own family and friends every year that that might be the case. <laughs> So I am a little bit endeared to the film. Great movie, great movie lines to pull from it. And, uh, and that's my number five. Elle, you want to, you want to list one? My number five would be a year without a cell phone. Oh, I love that movie. What do you love about that movie? I like the animation. Yes. And, and the miniature snow misers and heat misers. I know. The heat miser and snow miser, I always think are small. And then when he, they see, they visit their mother, mother nature, and they're so big, you realize that they're not actually tiny. But the little mini ones that dance with them, their little minions are adorable. I like heat misers minions. The little fire guys I are. Like their hair. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Green Christmas and Mr. White Christmas. White Christmas. I love that movie too. It's one of my favorites. And it's actually one of my honorable mentions. It didn't make my list, but it was one of my honorable mentions because I do love that. Out of a lot of the stop action from that time period, Year Without a Santa Claus is one of my favorites because they consider the people in the warmer climates. And I think given, you know, global warming, we're all going to be having green Christmases, right? So we're going to have to really all deal with green Christmas a little bit. So, okay. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. So next I put, and this is going to be a bit of a wild card. It's going to be a little polarizing. I think people are going to be a little surprised that um, my number four is actually, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. That was on my list. It was on your list too? Oh, what did you like about it? I like the way, like, it had a good message, I guess. I yeah. like the really scrawny guy who played Santa. He was funny. Oh, the one that dressed as Santa. Yeah. And that, like... that did all of the, um, the fun. Oh, we're dropping our papers, dropping our show notes, ladies and gentlemen. And never mind. <laughs> <laughs> 
I loved it too because it was it's it's a true story like that legitimately happened and I also loved how legitimate journalism and newspapers were back then which is amazing but they were the characters in the animation was beautiful I thought it was something very different and I loved that she was so like headstrong and independent and wanted to convince her her little brother and everything that there was a Santa and and then that the movie decided to have a good note and that the paper actually posted that. And I loved that. So it's a good little movie. I liked it. Okay. What else is on your list? For number three, I put the Christmas Vacation. Number three. Interesting. National Lampoon. Yes. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Do you have a favorite part of that too? Just all Probably of it? when he falls, falls off the roof. When he falls off the roof. Nice. Or... Yeah. When the Christmas tree breaks into that couple's window. Yes. I actually, I had that quite higher up the list, but I'll talk about it now is one of my family's favorite. We watch it every year, usually together. Unfortunately, this year is special and none of us can really be together to special watch it. Special in a good way? Probably not. Probably not. Thank you. Quarantine time. But we all independently watch it. I we pretty much know all the lines by heart. It's great. We reference them regularly, even outside of the holiday, but classic, classic movie. Love that. Speaking of knowing the lines, for number two, I put The Grinch. Oh, yes. Like the old, the, new, the oldest one. The oldest one with Boris Karloff doing the you voice. You recite every part. line. It's very irritating. It's, it's to you, it's irritating. To me, it's endearing and heartfelt and wonderful that I know the entire poem. And I love it. That was actually my number two also. My number three, though, was actually Nightmare Before Christmas. I completely forgot about that. I know. I was surprised it wasn't on your list either. We have to we have to add that to your list. But um, Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas movie, in my opinion. I think people maybe start watching around Halloween because, you know, for obvious reasons, there's a Halloween touch to it. But it is about truly a man that wants to save and be part of Christmas, right? And he learns the true meaning of Christmas, which is try your best. And even if you screw up, hey, you, you did your best and whatever, and you're still awesome in a different way. So it's a pretty, yeah. And, you know, breaking and entering, we'll still get the police called you called on you. Yeah. And you and your scary toys. Yes. Yeah. And you know, it's, you know, stay in your lane, do what you enjoy. And then if you step out of your lane to try something new and it doesn't work out, that's okay. So, I mean, it's a pretty good holiday message with some incredible animation. I love the little children. Um, I love how Santa was drawn to, he had drawn, created. It technically was drawn. Well, it was drawn originally. <laughs> that's true. They were originally drawn, which is amazing. If you actually look at the illustrations for all Tim Burton movies and um, his ideas, they're actually a little bit darker and sadder. And that's what I love about them. They, they are, they're really, ha they have this like hauntingness about them, but it's a little more like sad than horrifying, but still has that like note of scary, which I really enjoy. So yeah, that's a great Christmas movie. And I consider that a Christmas movie. What's your number one? Uh, my number one was Christmas Vacation. Oh. Yeah, so definitely loved that. But I had some honorable mentions. Do you want to hear what my honorable mentions were? Because oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. I'm sorry. Number one for L. What do you have? The SpongeBob Christmas special, <gasps> but the claymation one, not the animated one. The claymation one with Plankton when he made the weird fruit cake. How did that not even make my honorable mentions? Even we're talking about that a few days ago. That is without a doubt the, a new classic. And yes, the fruit cake shooting is amazing. And don't be a jerk at Christmas. I think is a great message to people. That's really what it's all about. And SpongeBob, I mean, come on. It's SpongeBob. It's SpongeBob. Oh my God, love it. I also added for honorable mentions. The year without the Santa Claus wasn't a real mentor for me, but I put Rudolph and Frosty. I had Rudolph and 
it off too. And people might be a little upset, but Charlie Brown Christmas honorable mention. I know guys, I know it's a classic. It connects to the religious, you know, history of Christmas. There's certain aspects of it that I love, but I still hate the bullying. I just hate the bullying. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Brown is just bullied all the time. And yet at the end, they love him. Like it's just an emotional roller coaster for him. I just don't understand what kind of friends these are and where their parents are. I mean, they're walking around town in the dead of night. They're in an abandoned school. Of course, that's but, what you think of. Yeah, it's just, it's a little scary, you know, but it's cute. And I still cry at the end when they all sing. So that, that made the list, but you know, honorable mention only. So movies. Yeah. So it takes up a lot of our time. Great. Some of the best parts of the holiday. Do you want anything to add about movies? No. No. Okay, cool. So I thought also too, L. why don't we talk about some traditions that we normally have growing up? I know your traditions haven't fully started yet, but we have some that we do every year that you partake in and everything. I have a few that I've, that I've grown up with that have stuck with me. And then hopefully you'll start some. And as you get older, you incorporate some into your own, some of your own traditions. Do you have any traditions that you want to add? We decorate the house. Yes. I always try to decorate the day after Thanksgiving. Um, it did not work this year. This or... year. No, every other year has been. Yep. After th- day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because your father would always be working. So remember, we would t- lug up all of the decorations, decorate the whole tree. All right. We would surprise him when he gets home. Right. And he would get home because he would have to work that day. So yeah, and I had to, we had to do it all ourselves. But then at the end, what else did we do? We had Yep, we'd have eggnog and then we'd always save the tree trimming. So we'd put all the ornaments on the tree together with Christmas music and funny hats and eggnog. And we'd do all that together. All the hard stuff we'd just get you know out of the way. Right, because he was working. So yeah, I had eggnog too. I was thinking of and trimming the tree. Um, watching Christmas movies, obviously. We talked at great length about the importance of holiday movies. <laughs> Right. There is one thing that I do every year that I still do is I had this little ornament. I don't know who gave it to me, but it's a little ornament of an angel and she has little blonde hair and she plays the violin. And I guess it was kind of reminiscent of what I looked like back then. And I did play the violin which was nice. So I don't know if the angel came first or the violin came first. I have no idea. But I always had this little angel at the bottom of the tree. And every year when I was a kid, I would sit next to it. And that's where I would open my present. And I still put the angel, even though I don't open my presents that close to the tree anymore, I still put the angel at the bottom, right? So yes. yeah. So that's that's a cute little one that I always like to do. Are there any other ones we can think of? Um, our cat likes to ingest the Christmas tree. Oh yeah, that's a good tradition. <laughs> Putting up the tree and having the animals run across it. That's one fun. year he went into the into the tree and he was like at the top of the tree and was sitting there and couldn't get down. Yes. And then we had to help him because it was like five o'clock in the morning. And remember, he, we would open the tree and you'd see his little face like, yeah, uh, like what do I do? <laughs> he'd, he'd knock over the tree at least once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So animals are fun. Yeah. Our new dog, Donnie, doesn't seem to really be bothered no, too much like by the tree. staring at the ornaments. Yeah, so it's not too bad. Cats more than dogs, I think. So not too bad for right now. I don't know. That's kind of the biggest things. But the one thing that I know that we do in our house, and I highly recommend it for those of you that have siblings or relatives or friends that have birthdays that either land on your holiday, because my sister has Christmas Day and your father is the 28th. So it was right there in the middle of Christmas and New Year's, is that people have a tendency to kind of just be like, it's your Christmas birthday, happy birthday, Merry Christmas, and I can do 
everything at the same time. And you're kind of lumped in to that holiday, right? So it's not really like a day that's yours. And that's kind of tough. I mean, how do you compete with everybody celebrating something like that, right? Yeah, I know. At grandma's house, we would go over there. When we would get there, like the afternoon, we would open presents. Then we would eat dinner, and then after we would open. Well, we I wouldn't, but my dad and Aunt Steph would open their presents after dinner. So it was like two separate things. Right. It was. Um. And our, my our cousin Jody, she was. Um. She was a New Year's baby, so we would have my mother would put separate, and you would always make sure that we had all the birthday stuff happen at dessert because then it was a it was an isolated focus on birthdays only, which was nice. I think it's a great piece of advice for those of you that have um, relatives and siblings and friends kind of share that holiday and stuff. But at the same time too, you have a ton of people celebrating your birthday with you. So that's kind of cool too, because not many people get that. I know. <laughs> not this year. <laughs> no. And we're August babies. So me and you never even got a chance to like celebrate during school and with friends. Everyone's always on vacation. So we know what it's like to like celebrate, but. Also, why is it 104 degrees? Yeah. August is fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, so a little tip for that. I think the, one of the best parts of Christmas and probably any holiday is gift giving, not receiving. I mean, that's cool. we got some cool <laughs> stuff, but the giving part is fun because we always try to make things like super personalized, right? Mm-hmm. You've gotten some good like presents and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, definitely. I hope so because... I'm your mother. And if you said no on my own podcast, I'm editing it out. I'm just putting a voice in that says, yes, um, you gave the best presents. No, you got me a phone for Christmas. That was awesome. That was a big surprise. And then I broke it. <laughs> yeah. So we're getting you another phone actually for Christmas because yours is a disaster. So that was convenient. Uh, phone insurance was what I got for Christmas. And that, that's certainly been a great gift. So... <laughs> But I think one of the most important pieces of the gift-giving experience is, you know what I'm going to say? Stocking stuffers. Yes, but you can say it not so like, yeah, whatever, mom. Say more like... Stocking stuffers. Perfect. So the perfect segue right into our last bit of the day. Yay! There you go. She's <laughs> so excited. If only you guys could see what she looks like right now. She's like hugging the stockings around us. <laughs> what? Envisioning them filled with goodies. What? No, it's, I'm sorry. <laughs> we got a little excited. You got a little excited. I got a little excited. I'm out of control. We always, we were opening our stockings when we were young and they were always incredibly amazing. My parents, my mom, I have to thank her. She taught us the true importance of stocking stuffers. Yay! No, okay, you could, you could stop. Okay. <laughs> no more cues on that. That's good. She taught us the true meaning of stocking stuffers. And I think those are kind of interesting. They're, you know, traditionally they were hung because children would have their stockings hung there to dry, you know, so they were actually hung. And then, you know, goodies or coal would be left there. But with such abundance of people not putting presents under the tree and everything, the stocking has been relegated to like, you know, kind of an afterthought. And my mom does not consider them an afterthought. No, she does not. No, it is a mission. (laughs) And she has raised the bar quite high. And it's something that she has... Every year, the stockings are filled and then there's stuff on the ground that she couldn't fit in the stockings. That's true. It's it's pretty amazing. And everything's wrapped. They're always wrapped. I mean, it takes a while. And... They're so perfectly wrapped. Yeah. And it's not, you know, and it's not, you know, the volume of of the amount of things that she finds, although it's pretty insane. But it's the <laughs> fact that whenever you're opening it, not one thing, everything has a thought. So I, I wanted to just kind of curate some things that I have picked up from her 
that I have moved into my tradition and what I'm doing for my stockings for my family and my own stockings. That's be honest, you know, it is just as important as under the tree and should have thought because who wants to just get a bunch of like garbage in the sake? It's a waste of money. It's a waste of time. Uh, it's extra garbage that's thrown out. You know, they sh- it should be meaningful or don't do it, you know, just hang them in for a decoration, right? Another thing is, is it should fit in the stocking. They should be stocking stuffers, even though sometimes you buy too many and they don't all fit, but the actual shape and size of them should be about a stocking stuffer size. Now, this also depends on how big your stocking is. I've always chosen stockings that were quite large. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that stretched. So you can... <laughs> you can really expands on that size. It's a relative term, but we all know that like, you know, they're smaller, you know, you, you, the 12 pack of socks isn't really for your stocking, but like the fun holiday Individually socks. Individually wrapped socks. That's uh, well, story. If, you, if you wanted to have a whole stocking full of socks, if you, if there's a sock lover, that's perfect. There's but yes. Stockings. Oh, that was really bad. That was terrible. You're keeping that in. I'm keeping it in. We're not taking that out. They should also, again, all be wrapped. That's the fun of it. Well, yeah, you don't want to. As annoying as it as it is, you pull <laughs> all this stuff out and you're laying there at night going, Why did I buy all this stuff? And I'm like wrapping a pez. Why am I doing it's because it's still a present and it's still fun and they're gonna enjoy the pets. Mix it up. So I think that some should be practical because who wants to buy that stuff, right? Who wants to buy chapstick? Who wants to buy a little hand lotion or hand sanitizer? Um, everyone wants to buy that. Yeah, but it's well, like now. <laughs> you want them to be like, oh great, I can use this. You know, I can really use this. This is great. I don't have to buy it myself. It's like nice to have a couple of a couple of those. And then mix it up with something fun. You know, you want little gag gifts or or like there was squishy poop. That um a squishy, it's a toy, I swear not real. Yeah, not just a squishy <laughs> feeling poop, a toy squishy in the shape of a poop. You worded that way better. Yeah, that's just we don't have any visuals here, so we got to like really create the picture. And I don't want the audience to think that that's what we're putting in your stocking, nor do they have to think now because of the rules I just said that I had to wrap it. So let's just move on. So you can wrap it into the paper. Okay. We're, we're, we're delving into the, this is the, this is terrible. We got to move out of the, yeah, no, we're, no, we're keeping it all in. So, so, and then when they're practical too, is like, I've gotten things that I didn't even know that existed. Right. Like, one year I opened up a stocking stuffer that was mini spatulas. They were like this, they were like six inches long of a hand wooden handle. And then it's like a one and a half inch spatula. And I'm like, who the heck uses a spatula? If you use this, just use a butter knife. Like I don't even understand. And but then we used them. Yes. And how did we Quite use them? Frequently. What was it? What was it? The peanut butter jars. Peanut butter jars. When did we make peanut butter jars? <laughs> we didn't make them. <laughs> this is it sounds like we've had we've dipped into the eggnog early. No, what I discovered I was no eggnog. For those of us that eat peanut butter and hate to clean it in order to put it in the recycling bin, a mini spatula scrapes the heck out of those clean. I think you did that. Yeah, I yeah. But those spatulas were a gift that I would have never bought myself. And they're really good for baking for scraping the sides of the bowl because they get into all the little crevices. See? So like you never know. So like think about that type of stuff and and then have some fun, you know, funny ornaments or themed socks or a, like a, a poop squishy. <laughs> so things like that. So like you're kind of laughing and enjoying it as you go. And regardless, they're always purposeful and meaningful. 
they just, I just think that they're so much fun. And that's why I wanted to kind of share the importance of stocking stuffers as like those little things, those little thoughts that aren't afterthoughts. And that's all I have to say about stocking stuff. Do you have anything you want to add? No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Did you have fun on the podcast? Definitely. Yeah. Do you like talking with me on it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you think you'd want to do episodes in the future with me? Yes. Awesome. Well, I enjoyed this too. And I hope we do more together. And I hope our audience really enjoyed us sharing a little bit of our traditions and what we find fun around the holidays. And we'd love to hear from you too. So feel free to share some of the stories with us either on our Instagram and Project Weird at WYRD, or feel free to comment on this podcast. So Thanks, everyone. Happy holidays. And we'll talk to you in our next episode. You want to say bye, Elle? Thanks bye. for listening to the Project Weird Podcast. I hope it inspired you to create your future on your terms and carve out a little bit of time to do it. If you enjoy the show, I would love it if you rated and subscribed to help spread the word. And if you want more advice and resources or want to just keep up on all of my latest art and writing creations, visit my website at projectweird.com. That's projectwyrd.com. Thanks again. <laughs>